Hey church, it's Jonathan Brocious. Let's pray together today. You should have the same attitude toward one another that Christ Jesus had, who, though he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking on the form of a slave, by looking like other men, and by sharing in human nature. He humbled himself, becoming obedient, even to the point of death, even death on a cross. As a result, God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Philippians 2, 5-11 through For my entire life, I've mocked celebrity worship. Our culture is obsessed with celebrities. We worship actors, singers, sports stars, and people with the last name Kardashian. And it's never made any sense to me at all. You know, someone will do a pretty decent job of singing on an album or catching a football, and all of a sudden the whole world falls at their feet. They have fans screaming at their concerts. They get appearances on all the late night shows. They release a new cologne or something, and it all sells out. We discuss their fashion choices. We mimic their hairstyles. Suddenly, we start caring about who they nominate for president. They start charities and champion causes. They start dating someone, and every news outlet thinks we need to know about it. Everyone in our culture wants to be like Justin Bieber, Patrick Mahomes, or Chris Hemsworth. And I, I, I know these references, even in themselves, are dating me. I'm not even going to attempt to be current with my celebrity choices here. And it's never made any sense to me. Maybe it's because I was homeschooled and wasn't raised in classrooms full of other kids all talking about these things, but the logic never worked for me. Why would I care about Patrick Mahomes' fashion choices and try to imitate them just because he's really good at football? Maybe if I wanted to play football, I'd try to learn from his technique or his practice methods, but why would I want to wear the same clothes that he does? He's not a clothing expert. So if I'm honest... I've always kind of looked down on people when they started talking about celebrities. In my mind, I kind of start thinking, look at those dopes, wasting time on celebrities again. Too bad they aren't enlightened like I am. But another form of celebrity worship snuck up on me. In my late 20s and early 30s, I began to read everything I could find on quote-unquote successful people. I read the biography Jobs about Steve Jobs. I listened to every episode of Kerry Newhoff's leadership podcast. I read everything I could by Dave Ramsey. Why? Why did I devote so much time to these things? Well, two reasons. First, it fed my haughtiness. I thought if I read and listened to these materials, I'd be in the smart crowd. Second, I wanted to be like these people. I wanted to be successful. I wanted to have money. I wanted to be able to lead great things. I wanted to be someone that mattered. And while I think that we can find some really good wisdom in these resources, I mean, I'd hate to see what my finances would look like right now without Dave Ramsey's material, I've since learned that these people are really poor definitions for my success. I cannot compare the path that God has for me to their stories. Actually, a correction is order. I would like to think that I've learned this lesson. <laughs> But there are more moments than I care to admit where I sit in my office thinking about the decisions in front of me and I find myself trying to figure out how to get results, how to be successful, how to look like a big shot. What would those people do? I was having one of those moments when I went to write this post. I browsed over to the next section of Philippians and started reading and studying to write this post and it smacked me right in the face. 
In Philippians 2, Paul writes a poem describing Jesus. But before he launches into the poem, he writes this. You should have the same attitude toward one another that Christ Jesus had. Paul is saying, you want to see what it actually looks like? You want to imitate someone? How about Jesus? He is your model for success. And right in the middle of the poem is this line. Uh, Talking about Jesus, it says, emptied himself. Jesus emptied himself by taking on the form of a slave. I had to look up and kind of blink for a second. A slave. Success looks like slavery. When God is evaluating our performance and our work, he's holding us up against the picture of a slave. And this runs against everything that our culture screams at us. Our culture says that success looks like wealth, power, leadership, and achievement. God says that success looks like emptiness, slavery, and death. It's very interesting because at the end of the poem, you see Jesus receiving everything that looks like success. The whole world is bowing before him. Everyone knows his name. In fact, it's called the name above every other name. Every human is proclaiming how great he is. He has status, he has position and accolades. He has everything that we associate with success. It's not that our desire for success is wrong. Our pathway is wrong. We think that the pathway to success and achievement is through drive, taking opportunities that are in front of us, and by seizing the moment. We think that our success depends on our smarts, our work ethic, and a little bit of luck. But the correct pathway is actually the opposite. It's through giving ourselves a way that we find success. It's by rejecting the world's definition of success that we find eternal glory. It's through making ourselves a slave to others that we gain a crown. It's completely backwards to all human understanding, but it's been modeled and it's been done. The most successful people in the world have all died. Only one man was able to come back from that. And he looked like a slave. Let's pray. Father, I need you to rewire my brain. It feels like every time I turn around, my ego is driving my decisions. I know that I need to be a slave like Christ. I know I need to be obedient and humble. I know that my desire for success will only be satisfied as I give it up and choose radical servanthood. But that's not my default way of thinking. So please help me to shift my whole mindset on this and give me opportunities to give myself up like Christ did. A couple things for you to think about today as we close. Number one, what does success look like for you? And when you think of a slave, what do you picture? Does your life reflect that mentality? And how could you choose to serve someone with humility today? Thanks for joining me. We'll see you next time.